0: all right folks welcome back to the little briar show i am your host brian LaBriar. here we talk about football and maybe even a little bit of baseball today we'll see what happens and let's get straight into the football news of the week our favorite segment or at least my favorite segment of the podcast or maybe my second favorite i don't even know yet First, the first news headline i want going to talk about is the Deshaun Watson trade rumors. Now, from what I've learned, there's really only two teams that he could possibly end up in, because you know Houston, they don't want to get tangled in that mess with all these like civil cases and whatnot. I'm trying to get rid of them. So the only two places I can see him going to is Miami and Carolina. Now, Miami's struggling with Tua, and I think Tua to Texans could be a good trade, and I'm in. Maybe Miami wants Deshaun to play. Maybe Houston for them as well. But I'm not sure if Houston really wants Tua that much. Maybe a little bit more than just Tua, anyway. And the other option is Carolina. You know, Sam Donald's been struggling recently. Seems like they took him out against the Giants last week. And I think Carolina is probably the best fit for Deshaun. You know, maybe give him a few first round rough picks, maybe a second or two. I think that's the best option here in terms of where to go right now. Second news headline is the Joe Flacco trade between the Jets and the Eagles. As you know, Zach Wilson did get hurt in his knee against the Pats last week, and it, and they had to take him out. Who was not he did not return, and so the Jets decided to trade for Joe Flacco. What could this mean for the Jets? Now, from my perspective, I think this could be a good thing for the Jets because there's no telling how. How bad and how long Zach could be out for. And Joe Flack was a veteran, he has some experience under his belt, I think this is just what the Jets need. Nothing more than just this. It's going to be perfect for the Jets, and I think that's exactly who they need to pick up. Next up is Mahomes' injury against Tennessee last week. In the fourth quarter, they were already down by a lot, but he got hit, kneed ahead, cut at the game, did not come back, he had a concussion didn't look too great, but it seems like he's expected to return in the Monday night game and I think it's perfect that they're playing on Monday because it gives them that extra rest of It's very vital. I think that's great news for the Chiefs. I think they're going to take a turn back here against the Gi- Giants. I think it will lead to a lot of great success for them. The next news headline for today is going to be the at the Devontae Adams COVID situation. Now, as you know, Green Bay is facing the undefeated Arizona Cardinals this Thursday and recently absent on the COVID list. Now, what could this mean for Green Bay? I think they might still hold their own against Arizona. I mean, I think this might be a lot better for maybe Robert Tanyan, but especially Aaron Jones this week to help the run game out. You know, Aaron Jones can get some passes as well. You know, when he plays Detroit earlier this season, he got a lot of passing touchdowns. This this isn't horrible for Green Bay, but was gonna hurt him for sure. Next is the Zach Ertz trade. As you know, Zach Ertz did get taken from Philly to Arizona. And the, really the main thing I'm really worried about here is what this means for Dallas Goddard. This means great thing for Dallas Goddard. He's gonna get a lot more targets. I think he's a really underrated tight end. Blue does there's a lot more credit than what he gets. And I think that you see a lot more from Dallas Goddard over the season. Now the next segment, fantasy football now last week I did going go 3 or 6 percent in my starts and sits I said to start Joe Mixon against the Ravens that's gonna be a high scoring game it was technically high scoring but not really good for Mixon he only got 11 points which isn't great for running back that's a miss. my next miss is to sit Robert Tanyan. he didn't go targets this season but he yeah, got touchdown a few targets this week against Washington he got 13 points that's a miss for me again and the last miss was to start Daryl Henderson Revenge against the Lions, I thought this would be a better game for Darryl, but no, he only got 7 points, which is another miss for me. Hurts to see, but we'll bounce back this week, hopefully. Now, the three correct predictions I did make was, one to start Gibson this week. He only got 7 points against Green, but it was going to be a bad game for him. I knew it was. It was a very easy pick, and it really turned out well. Next was to sit Julio Jones. off hit injury recently, facing the Chiefs. They already got Antonio Brown, I mean not AJ Brown. I got Eric Henry for God's sake. So I feel like it was just obvious to sit Julio. He only got five points. now I said to start de hoping the Texans. Great wide receiver and just gets a lot of resume targets. That was proven to get 18 points against Houston. make. Now for this week's predictions. For the first sit I got Tre Terry McLaurin. You know, he's fa- he's facing against uh the Denver this week. That defense is scary, trust me. I think that it's gonna be a rough game for Washington. And to be, I think Washington's gonna try to ground attack, but I don't think Gibson's gonna do good this week either. He's very consistent this year. i sit sit McLaurin, the secondary's going to lock him up. The next sit is Sam Darnold. Yes, I know, he's facing the Falcons. But you see him last week against the Giants? The Giants of a lot of people, I hate the Giants because they suck. And I think he's going back into that judge rhythm, you know. I think he's not going to click again this week. He's not going to do well. So if he's in your lineups, put him on the bench, please. It's the best play for you. And I don't think it's going to happen. And is like not returning, but still, it's not going to be a good game for him. And next is Sit Chase Edmonds. Now, he already has to split carries for James Conner. And James Conner seems to be with like the red zone running back. So it's already, like, a touchdown. Like, the, the touchdown's are already taken away from him there. And plus the carries. But also, it's the Green Bay defense. You see what they did to Antonio Gibson last week. It's just, you don't want to start him I mean, this week on Thursday night. So please, find a better running back if you have him as well. Now, time for the starts. The first one this week is going to be Aaron Jones. Now, like I said earlier, Monte Adams is out this week. So, you know what this means for Aaron Jones? It means great things, more rushing attempts. And Aaron Jones, I mean, Aaron Jones gets a lot of targets as well as you can see that maybe maybe a passing touchdown or two I think it's gonna be a, a high a, a high points this week for him you' gonna start him in the lineups this week it's obvious anyway you always want to start him next up is to start Matthew Stafford he's been playing great these past couple weeks you know he's been getting up a lot with the points a lot of touchdowns getting a lot of passing yards he's playing Houston you know how Houston is they're not really a good team to have a lot of points I think it's obvious what you need to do here you need to start Stafford. It's gonna be the best thing you can get. He, he he's going he's going playing Houston. I think Darren Huston might have a good game too, but definitely not like a lock start like I had him last week. Just start staff. He's the lock this week for sure. The last start is DK Metcalf. And I, I don't know, you're thinking, you know, Gino Smith, he's been playing this good. You know what has been playing this good though? The Jack Jacksonville. That's what they're facing. And also Tyler Lockett has been slacking off recently. So I think DK Metcalf will get a lot of targets. He'll get a lot of touch, he might get a touch center two. I think he's just a start for this week. The next segment is the game predictions. Last week I went 10 for 15. That's great. That's 66% accuracy. Try to aim better this week. The first Thursday night game is Green Bay versus Arizona. Like I said, I think Green Bay will hold their own against Arizona. I think it will be a great game even. But I think that Devontae Adams will play a key role. It just won't be enough to start Arizona. So Arizona will take the win this week continuing to undefeated history. Next game on Sunday is Carolina versus Atlanta. I think Pets will have another good, good game. You know, I said Pets will have a great game against Miami, and he did. you to see it. I think it will continue this, this week. Not as great as it was last week, but it will still continue, maybe a touchdown or two. And I think it will lead to, and you know, Sam will will be playing bad. CMC's out, so I think it will, it will lead to an Atlanta win. And two wins back to that. Next game is Tennessee versus the Colts. <laughs> My only notes for this game is Derrick Henry's show. Because <laughs> that's literally what's going to be. Derrick Henry's show. You know, AJ Brown is good. Tanner not a bad quarterback. But when you see Derrick Henry, you see a bulldozer. And that's what he's going to be against the Colts this week. A bulldozer. So I think starting him is a must this week. If you have him, he's also another good start. Well, obviously, it's Derrick Henry. But he's a must to give the ball as well. And he can throw touchdowns, apparently, against the Chiefs. The next game is Miami versus Buffalo. Now, this is pretty simple. Miami's been struggling the past few weeks. They, shout out to my therapist. He likes them. Sorry about that. Not the right team to pick. But I think Josh Allen seven Diggs coming off a of bye week. They'll be fresh. They'll connect for two touchdowns this week. Maybe a rushing touchdown from Josh Allen leading to a Buffalo win. The next game, Cincinnati versus the New York Jets. I mean, Cincinnati's been playing great recently. Burrow's looking good. Mason's looking okay, I guess. The defense is spectacular, and Jamar Chase. I can get all into Jamar Chase. I think I might later. Hint, hint. But I think that this game is gonna be. It's, it's not gonna be a good game for the Jets. I mean you can't come into this looking positive. I mean look look what the Bengals did to the Ravens, a good team for sure. I mean this you gotta be worried as a Jets fan, it's not gonna go well. And I think that, you know, mixing plays decent and Jamar Chase will be Jamar Chase. Have you seen him? He's been doing great this this year. So I think the Bengals are the as quick as snap to win this game. Pittsburgh versus Cleveland in the next one. Now I think this is really dependent on how the injuries play out for Cleveland. If Chubb and Baker are both out this week, which I think at least Baker might be, it's not going to go good for Cleveland. You know, they really need them to strive and I don't think it's going to work out well. So I think they are out It will lead to a Pittsburgh victory. You know, Pittsburgh's not very a very great team, but Cleveland isn't really great without Chubb and Baker. All these injuries are really hurting this this year. Miles Garrett, though, he's been playing great. He might make a factor into this game. Who knows? But I think those injuries, if those injuries are still there, it's going to lead to a Pittsburgh win for them. Next, Philly versus Detroit. Now, this game could go really either way. I don't think Detroit can get their first one United Downey Swift. Jamal Williams is good. Hawkinson's playing all right. The defense is not too great. And I just think that... I really want to see the Lions win, you know, they've, they've gotten very lucky out the past few weeks, it's been a struggle for them, I know it, it has been, uh, I think that they will not be able to get the win this week, it hurts me to say that, I think, you know, Zachary is away, and I think Philly's going to learn how to utilize Dallas Carter to his full potential, he's going to be doing good this week. You know, may and you know, maybe as well. Devonta Smith. They might try to give him the ball more, but I think is really something they should focus on. And I think it will lead to a Philly win this week. I just don't think Detroit's gonna cut it out this week. It's just not gonna happen for them. Next game is the Rams versus Houston. If you're a Texans fan, pray. Pray. It's the only thing you can do left for this team. Is pray. Especially when they're facing the Rams. they faced the Cardinals last week. They're facing the Rams. It's harsh. Very harsh. So it's not going to play out good. Stafford will light up the Houston's horrible, horrible secondary. I can get into the secondary later. Don't really need to. But that's not going to go well for Houston. I think, like I said, Harrison might do good this week. But I think Stafford and Cut will be the main thing to watch. Aaron Donald's gonna Aaron Donald's gonna kill David Mills. There. Aaron Donald's looking and feast. He hasn't really made like a really good game this week. This year, I mean. And I think it's gonna come this week against Houston. Jalen Ramsey's gonna get at least at least one pick this week. At least one. Dude the ball hug. Coming off. Coming off a win against Detroit, it was odd The Detroit actually surprised me against the Rams, which is why I think that Philly gives a toss-up, but I think Jalen's gonna pull it out. I think Jalen's gonna pull out a pick, maybe even two, for God's sake. Maybe even a pick six for I know. Next game is San Francisco versus the, the Chargers this week. Not the Chargers, sorry. I meant the Bears, Chicago. You know, I think I think Justin Fields will lock in. You know how, you know, I think the defense will lock in as well. You saw what happened against the Raiders for the Bears. They played amazing in that game. I think something similar might happen. You know, maybe Robinson might be a start this week against. Might be a start against the 49ers. Like I said, this is not a sh- for sure thing. San Francisco might bounce back and take the win here. But I think Justin Fields will lock in with the help from San Francisco's injury. San Francisco, the past two years or so, they've been absolutely demolished with the injuries. I cannot trust this enough. I think that these injuries are going to cause San Francisco to get the game. You know, hurts mer- 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 out. Kettle's out. It's just, I could go on. I could really go on and try to be good for them this this week. But I want to see Justin Fields week. Goo- 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 goo-. I thought he would be working the year at the start of this year. Hasn't really listed up to my expectations so far. We'll see how that goes. Next up, New England versus the Chargers, What I got mixed up with earlier. I think Mac Jones will have a great game this week, you know. Coming off a loss to Dallas two weeks ago and destroying the Jets last week, I think Mac Jones is, is a candidate for Rookie of the Year this year. And I think he'll do great, you know. he's doesn't have much targets, but he'll do fine. He'll keep up with the Chargers from this point, but I do not think... It will be enough for Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler struggled against Baltimore two weeks ago and had a chemical bye, bye week this week. Herbert, last year's rookie of the year. You know, They have Keenan Allen. They have Mike Williams. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, I think the defense is all right. Nothing special. And they have Jared Cook as well. I think Mac Jones will have a great game. Probably at least 200 yards passing, but will not be able to keep up with that. Charges offense. Therefore, I have the harder taking no win that week, that game. Next up is Jacksonville versus Seattle. Now, I don't really like Geno Smith. I feel like maybe Seattle could pick up Cam Newton and a very easier time to get in games rather than having Geno Smith on the field. I'm sure Seattle fans miss Russell and all, and I think that Geno Smith is a hindrance to the Seattle offense. But, I think Gino will get saved this week. Not only by DK Metcalf, a great wide receiver who will go up and get balls. He's very physical. He's a very big man. He can be taken down very easily. I think not only he will save him, but the Jacksonville defense will save him. The Jacksonville overall will, face, will save him. Jacksonville's not a good team. Not at all. They only got one win. That's the Dolphins, who I think is the worst team in the league, in my opinion. Um, and I just think that Jacksonville might screw the game for themselves. I think it, I think, you know, Junior Smith's not great. He might mess up a lot. But I think Jacksonville might mess themselves up, bite them in the butt. not going to go well for them. And I think Junior Smith will get saved by the opposite team. Next up is Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. Now, New Orleans and Tampa Bay, they have a weird kind of thing, you know, New Orleans won last year, and then Tampa Bay beat in the playoffs. Kind of like what Kansas City did to Tampa Bay last year. But there's no more Drew Brees It's James Winston. I think Tom Brady will once again crush the, the, the New Orleans. But but on the bright side, I think Kamara will have a good game. Camara's a beast. He proved that against Seattle on Monday. I think he'll prove it again this week, and it won't even be. But we'll just start Kamara. I know you're questioning it, you know, tough Tampa Bay defense, but commercial start, must start. Um, not a must start, but a start for sure. I think we'll have a good game, but it will be the only upside for the New Orleans. Other than that, Tampa Bay will crush him. Speaking of which, about that, well, I'll talk about that later. But the next game is Washington versus Denver. Now, this game could be a upset game, I mean not an upset game, but like a surprising game, like good game. Not a high-scoring game, but a good game nonetheless. Had a good defensive game. The Washington defense might step up a little bit, but I think Washington's only hope in this game is a passing game. And Denver's secondary, good, uh, underrated secondary, in my opinion, will shut down that, and they'll give them the only hope. Washington will try to get that run game going, but it will not work. Gibson's been inconsistent, like I said. And it will, you know, and despite Heineke's best attempts, he's a good quarterback in my opinion. Scramble, can scramble, can throw, can play make. I think despite his best attempts, it won't go their way. They're gonna lose to Denver, and like a maybe like 20 points each, somewhere along there. Not very high scoring, even less than that. But I think Denver will take up the win. Good for them. Now Sunday night you got Dallas Cowboys versus Minnesota. To thank here, you know, coming off a of bye week, Dallas five and one. But the thing is, they have really proven themselves yet. You know, the offense looks great. They're themselves. The defense looks great. Trayvon Diggs proven himself. But they've let up some close games like they shouldn't have, like New like New England. That should have been as close as it was. Giant them going there at the second half. Like, late in the game, but I think I think it'll be a shootout, honestly, you know. Kurt Cousins has been playing good early in the season. died a little bit. Early, like, closer to now, but I think he'll pick it up. Some good passing guards. Davin Cook needs to get back. I think he might get back into it. I think he might, but I think Dallas will walk away with the W. Another Trayvon Diggs interception. He loves those. Ball hug. What a dude. And I think Dallas will walk away with a win. And now the Monday night game, the Giants do, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I know Patrick Mahomes, he's been, I don't even know how to describe it this year, not great. But it's the Giants, for God's sake. The Giants. The Giants suck. They only got two wins this season. One against the Saints, who's been up and down, and one against Sam Darnold. The Jets, Sam Darnold. So, I think that's nothing really that you want to nothing that you want to worry about for Kansas City they have, they have a bad defense but I think Patrick Mahomes will be coming back I think he'll get a lot a good game I think he'll start to click back into room over time I think the Kansas City Chiefs will catch up and I think they'll be walking away with that one. now next up I'm talking about like my award predictions so first off rookie of the year now there's really only three candidates for this position. got Jamar Chase Stud wide receiver. Absolute stud. He's a stud. You need to get like something rethinking in your brain. Because he's an absolute stud of a man. Dude's coming off his rookie year. And he's making great plays. Have you we see like, the 70-yard touchdowns and stuff? He can go up and get the ball. He's quick. He got hands. That's something you want for the Bengals. You know. They're what? 4-2 on the year? 5-2? I don't even know. Uh, and most of it's because Jamar Chase, dude's, dude's perfect for Burrow, you know, they have that connection, so, like, that might help a little bit, but Jamar Chase, probably my top candidate for rookie of the year in second place, I've got G Harris from Pittsburgh. Now, when the first season started, I had my doubts about the I'm gonna be honest. Is it Najee or the G? please tell me, I have no clue, but I had my doubts about Harris, you know? I think he'd do great, because I think the Steelers would do great this year, and they haven't been doing great. But Harris has been doing great. He's been doing amazing. He's seen the stiff to when he gets Raiders in Week 2? Oh my God, that was a massive stiff arm. And I think I think he has a chance at Rookie of the Year. You know, man's been playing great. He gets a lot of carries. I think he needs to get more even more carries. Maybe some receiving plays. You know, he gets a lot of targets. He got a lot of targets in Week 1, at least. And I think he should keep that up. I think he could be a very fundamental part of the offense, and I think he to give him the ball more. He's a rookie of the year candidate. My last, like, more distant candidate for rookie of the year might be a little bit surprising to you guys, but it's, it's not Trevon Dix, he's a rookie of the year. It's Mac Jones from New England. Now he had a rough start at the end of the year, you know, didn't look really potentially me. I was just thinking, I'm just fields for that. But then, when he played Tampa Bay, sparked some hope in him. And they played Dallas, played great, and they play Jets, great. He plays great this week. I think it'll raise him a little bit farther. But I think he's got a good arm. He can throw under pressure. He's improving each week, but it keeps up for him. And I think he's a top-tier candidate if you don't think that. It's all right. That's fine with me. But it's something to consider. Next up, Defensive Player of the Year. I've only got two guys, maybe three. Two. Two. I'm with two. Number one, that might seem a little bit biased. Blah, 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 blah. But it's Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. You already know the stat line. I talked about it last week. Dude's a stud on defense. Really helps with that Dallas defense. He's aggressive. Yes, he does make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. He got burned by Gagarin. Tony got burned by, whoever hope that Patriots guy was to tie up to increase in the fourth quarter. Right after that pick six. But I think... I think his aggressiveness pays off most of the time. It really pays off more than it bites him. I think he's really on track to win defense player of the year. He, there's other options, of course, but I think he is the main one for that matter. So I think that he he's only one person in his way, and that dude is Miles Garrett from Cleveland. 9.5 sacks on the year, so far, so far. That's crazy, dude. Miles Garrett's been going off. Yes, they have had him a more of an easier schedule. When it comes off lines. blinds. That's still phenomenal. I think if, if I think he might be able to. I want Tremont to win. As a Cowboys fan, deep down in my heart, but there's that feeling that Miles Garrett chug, chug, chug until he takes that, takes it from Tremont. I think it'll happen. I think he's a serious candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. We'll see how it plays out, I guess. Next offensive player of the year. I think it's obvious. Very not not that obvious, but I think it's it's pretty more clear and clear. I mean, it's gotta be. It's gotta be Lamar Jackson. No, I know you. Th- I know you're thinking. Lamar shouldn't be MVP. He is one for that too, but I think he won't get MVP. I think there's so. one guy who's beating. I'll get to that later. But Lamar Jackson been playing phenomenal. He can run the ball. He can pass the ball. I mean, what don't you like about him? I mean, if you're a fan of like the Browns, Bengals, Steelers, you mightn't like him as much. But the dude's a good dude. Nice one MVP already once, and he's on track to do it again. But I don't think one guy will beat him to will beat him to it. But I think if he doesn't win that, he's got one offensive player of the year. No doubt, he's really obvious. Speaking of MVP, here it is. Don't surprise you, but I got Derek Henry at MVP, the bulldozer himself. Now, yes, I know he's a running back. He can't win MVP. Have you seen his stat line? Yes, I know he gets a lot of carries, but he gets a lot of yards, too. And a lot of yards after contact, 500 yards after contact. Dude's a mean machine. I think. And people are saying. Oh only quarterbacks do MVP. Do it for a touchdown. I got the Chiefs last week. He can do it all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But I think. That he will. In shot Lamar. For MVP. And Lamar will take on. To Player of the year. And not for coach of the year. Now I've been struggling. Thinking about this. And. It really. It really came down. To a few of them. It was hard to make the decision, but I think the guy I came up with was very good. And I think that his mainly, not mainly his offensive, uh, you know, work and his offensive coordinator really helped him. But I think he deserves it the most out of anyone else. And that man is John Harbrook. I cannot pronounce his last name for the life of me. I don't think I'll pronounce it like this time either, but to start him. I can see this, but still, sorry. Um, has been doing great as a coach. He did great last year too. I thought he could be. I thought he could maybe run for it last year, but he did not take it, unfortunately. But I think he's a top candidate for it this year. I mean, he's got everything you want. He's he. From what I've seen, he's bonds with Lamar. He, he bonds with all the players as well. He's great at running with players. He's great at practices. Well, when I've heard his. Makes he's a great playbook. That triple Heisman thing he did last year was genius. Just kiss. And I think, you know, I thought Andy Reed we might begin the season, but you know, has to get Chiefs going. Um Mike McCarthy looked good at the beginning of the season, but I don't think he's just him. I think mean, maybe the players is what's saving him, so I think he's like in a top ten situation, but nothing other than that, maybe top five. I don't even know about that. I think, you know, John's the best option. John's really the best option. For coach of the. Year. I hope he wins it. If not, not sure who, who else, really. He's the best option, man. Best option. Now, let's look at a, let's, okay, one thing let's at before we get to the next thing. The Tom Brady's 600 pass TD that caught by Mike Evans and he handed it to a fan. And he didn't give it back. And... It, i don't just ran with that thing. You cannot give that up. I don't think is worth a lot of money, like 500k, I think. But it's Tom Brady, his 600 pass. I don't want to give that up. Now, mind you, he did get off. I think he got like a, got like a Tom Brady helmet, a signed jersey, game cleats, and a game ball. Maybe like I think I think got two years worth of season tickets. Like a hundred dollars worth, of, like hundred thousand dollars worth of credit in the store there there. She just something to think about. I like giving that ball up. It's, it's just funny to me, you know. It's just funny to me. Um, And now, the next thing I want to look at, the final thing I want to look at, is the MLB playoffs. You know, we're going into the first game of the World Series tonight. We got the Braves and the Astros. I hate the Astros. Oh my god. Um, I just want to recap it a little bit and, you know, get my thoughts about the World Series. I'm going to start. With the, with the ALS and all of them over there. The wildcard game, Boston versus the Yankees. Good game overall, you know. Boston walks out with the W's on the Tampa Bay. And we're back. Sorry, we had a little bit of an inconvenience there. So we're left off with Boston back in the Tampa Bay. And Boston upsets them in my opinion. I think Boston would win. They do end up winning, beating Tampa Bay. And they move on to the ALCS. And I'm shocked honestly. I thought Tampa Bay had it in the bag. But Boston comes out, beats them, and was on to the ALCS. And then next up, White Sox versus Houston. I didn't want Houston to win. Hate him. Really didn't want him to win. Hate them so much, but I can see I'm surprised. Deep down, I knew what was gonna happen. It was bound to. They beat them. They move on to the ALCS as well against Boston, and then Houston's, Houston Texans. They win again and they advanced to the World Series. Oh, I'm so mad about that, man. So mad. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the Red Sox or anything like that but I just I hate the Astros I hate them the most of any other team in the MLB, even more than the Giants <laughs> um now on to the NLS the Dodge my Dodgers versus the Cardinals you know Dodger Nation walk it off beat the Cardinals We won against the Giants Going to the Giants go to games go to game, not games yeah game five game five I think uh against the Giants and we won that one let me move on to the ALCS. NLCS. Damn it. Um. And I'm happy at this point. Uh, not now, but I'm dying inside now. But at that point, I was happy, so happy. Seeds move on. And we got the Braves versus the Brewers. Another surprising one. I thought the Brewers had it. The Brewers look great this year. You know, certainly look good for the Braves. But they end up pulling it out, you know, winning it, moving on to the NLCS. Good for them. And The Dodgers, we just couldn't keep up with the Braves, man. Hurts, but they, t- they took us what three 0 at first. Was it two one? I think I think it was two one, but we'll see. I can't remember. But it just hurts. I know it's gonna happen deep down inside. You know you gotta keep strong, but it was bound to happen. And they move on. I'm rooting for the Braves. Braves, Braves and six. That's my world's brave Braves and six. I would really hope for four, but I think it's gonna be in six. Hey, the Astros. But that's not biased. biased I guys. The Braves are better than them. Go Braves! Win the World Series, baby. And that's gonna end the podcast for tonight. Now, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please make sure to, you know, rate it for five stars or even drop me a follow. I really appreciate it. I'm on a go-to 50 listeners. If I do, I do get paid for, a ambassador ads. I'm only 14, but anything helps. And I hope you all have a good night. And Go Dallas Cowboys. Go Lakers. Go Dodgers. Woo!